do I want to run a marathon? Or is it because I think that that will make me worthy as a runner? Do I benefit from posting my sessions on social media or am I just seeking external validation? Do I really want to enter into that race or is it because I'm trying to keep up with other runners? These are genuine questions that I've asked people before and it's caused them to pause and have an enlightening realization about themselves. To have a light bulb moment and understand the core root of their decisions to do something or not to do something. And that realization is are they behaving and are they making decisions based from their heart or are they being driven by their ego? In today's episode, I'm going to go over what it means to be led by heart versus led by your ego and how you can figure this out for yourself. This is a really important topic to cover because in today's world, a lot of people will be led by their ego unconsciously rather than their heart. And because it's unconscious, they won't even realize it until they are going through the motions day to day, week to week, month to month, and they get to a point where they're not achieving their outcomes because what they are doing isn't really aligned to what they truly want deep down or they hit their outcomes, but even when they've done that, they still feel not completely fulfilled because they're doing things based off the wrong, in quotation marks, reason. So let's get into it. Are you being led by your heart or your ego? Hello and welcome to the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast that deep dives beyond the daily hustle and explores how individuals and the world can truly deeply thrive. In these episodes, I share information, stories, and experiences to help you step up to a higher version of yourself, to achieve high performance with purpose so that you can thrive within your life and use your power to contribute to a thriving world. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and today I am talking about how you can realize whether you are being led by your heart or your ego. So in my initial consultation calls with clients, whether it is coaching clients for running and strength and conditioning or life mentoring clients for the journey of potential, I often ask a few deep questions, two of them being what is their ultimate outcome? So what is their dream reality that they want to achieve? And two, why is it important to them to achieve that? Now, this often goes pretty deep pretty quickly because I'm getting them to open up to me in our very first conversation together. But this is so powerful because it often brings up two things that they may not have realized. Number one, it often brings up that many people Although they feel like they are striving for something, they actually cannot articulate clearly what specifically their outcome is that they want to achieve, nor can they articulate why at the deepest level it is important for them to achieve that. So lack of conscious clarity and awareness is the first thing that often comes up, which by the way, if someone doesn't know exactly what 
their destination is, that is why they are finding that they can never reach their destination. They always feel like there is more or they feel like something is missing because they don't have a destination clearly defined. But secondly, it also often uncovers that people are choosing to chase certain outcomes for reasons that may not be super resourceful, for, in quotation marks, the wrong reasons. So I keep saying wrong in quotation marks, and I want to explain why I'm doing that. Right and wrong are concepts that are ultimately subjective. <laughs> like, who's to say that someone else is doing something for the right or wrong reasons for them? unless you're God and you can say objectively what is right or wrong in this world, like who's to judge that? And that just reminds me as someone who, you know, shamelessly watches The Bachelor, a common saying that keeps popping up is, you know, she's here for the wrong reasons because she's here to boost her career rather than find love on the show. Now, doing that, is it wrong to do something to boost your career, maybe by going on a show and faking love might not be, you know, the most authentic way to do something. It might not be the most honest way, but is it wrong? (laughs) Who's what's right or wrong, right? (laughs) So what I usually prefer to say is making decisions that are resourceful versus unresourceful rather than right or wrong, because resourceful, there is more substance to it. What it means is if someone is making a resourceful decision, then it is a decision that is going to serve them now and into the future. It is a decision that is beneficial for them rather than right or wrong. And the cool thing is, is that resourceful versus unresourceful decisions are very often associated with decisions that are led by the heart versus decisions that are led by the ego. So let me just explain what that actually means, because the concept of heart and ego can be very broad. So I want to actually specifically define what that would look like. So someone who is led by their heart is going to make decisions and is going to show up in a way that is aligned to their values. They're going to do things that follow their values and their deepest, truest purpose and vision for themselves and this world. They make decisions that are going to be beneficial and resourceful for them and for a greater benefit. So they're essentially showing up in a way that is reflective of the highest version of themselves, someone who is wise, someone who is led by love. You know, they're making decisions to benefit and for greater good, you know, for themselves and for the world around them. Because ultimately, by the way, when we break it down, it's just one simple spectrum. People only ever make decisions because They are either coming from a place of love at one extreme end of the spectrum or on the other extreme end is fear. Everything comes out of love and fear. And there's, you know, heaps of branches off that. That is the 
core root of why people make decisions. So when someone is following their heart, then they're going to ultimately make decisions from a place of love. And this is beneficial. (laughs) This is resourceful because it's not only good for them, like they can make decisions and lead a life that is allowing them to be happy, allowing them to be fulfilled, allowing them to thrive day to day, but also by showing up as this person and making decisions and doing things that may not always be popular, that may not always be people pleasing, by showing up and living a life that is a reflection of the highest version of themselves, they're also going to lead by example. They're also going to shine their light on other people in this world and just show people, inspire others of how things can be done that will benefit each individual, but also those around them. It's a positive cycle versus making decisions that are led by the ego. Now, the ego isn't always a bad thing as, you know, that that term is often used in the context of. Ego is simply our sense of self, like our sense of our identity, our perception of ourself, which is why people will do things to protect their own identity, their own perception of self. They want to see themselves in a higher light. They want to protect and preserve who they are because the ego is really set on having security. So if someone were to hold a certain image, then the ego wants to protect that. And that is why change is always so scary. And people say things like, oh, I'm not the type of person to do X, Y, and Z, but I am the type of person to do X, Y, and Z. The ego likes to have that sense of security. But what that means is people will make decisions and they will do things if led by their ego, purely to protect their sense of self, which might mean that they are held by held back by fear so on that spectrum at the very extreme end fear so they you know don't follow their dreams or they don't say things or they don't do things because they are fearing what other people will think of them so they will be held back they will hold back their truest self because of that they want to protect their sense of self like think about how many people are intimidated to go to the gym because they don't feel like they know what they're doing and they don't want to be laughed at. That's someone purely making a decision led by their ego. So it's not always like an inflated ego that is the problem, but also it's often, you know, the quiet people who don't do things that also have um, a, a large ego in that they are driven by their ego. On the other side, though, there will be people who do things in order to prove something and that might fit in more with that stereotype of an inflated ego. So someone who is constantly doing things to prove something to other people, people who are doing things for other people, to please other people, people pleasers, you know, they might, they might seem like they're doing things for the right reasons. You know, they're doing things because they care about other people or they're doing things because they want to keep other people happy, but really they're actually doing it out of fear for what it would look like to them. And they, 
and out of fear of having to justify their truest self if they didn't just follow the crowd and they didn't just follow what other people wanted. And, you know, people who constantly do things to prove to other people and to inflate their ego, this is unresourceful because it often will come from a place of fear. It will often come from a place of bitterness and resents, you know, resenting other people or jealousy or envy. And all of those things, although in the short term, can actually be a powerful driver for action and for results. In the long term, it can lead to two things. One, it isn't a strong driver for long-term success and outcomes because um, due to it's not very sustainable. But secondly, even if people do achieve their success and their outcomes from this place of jealousy or fear or resentment, then it's going to still cause them to be unhappy. Like they will have achieved their success, but they're going to, you know, still feel like they'll, they'll still feel deep down, you know, not at peace. They'll feel like they are in a dark place because their entire life has been run from, you know, these more negative emotions and these negative drivers. So that's why making decisions that are led by the ego is unresourceful versus making decisions led by the heart is resourceful. So how do you know? How do you know whether you are living in a way that is led by your heart versus your ego? Well, the two questions that I mentioned at the start of this episode that I asked my clients in our initial consult calls are questions questions that you should be asking yourself regularly as well. So what is it that you are striving for? What specifically is your dream reality? What does that look like? What outcomes are you striving to actualize? So what, first of all, and then secondly, why? Why do you want to achieve that? Now, when people are, when I ask people why they want to achieve something, they'll usually give me an answer that is one step higher than that outcome. But what you need to do is you need to actually keep asking why and continue to chunk up, you know, why, 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 until it becomes the highest level of why, like the, at the core root deepest why for why they are doing that thing. So for example, if I ask someone, why do you want to run a marathon? They'll often say, because I want to challenge myself. So cool. That's one level higher, but it's not the highest level yet. So the next question is, well, why do you want to challenge yourself? So you ask why again, and then you you chunk up to the next level. So they might say, well, I want to challenge myself because it'll grow me as a person. Cool. Ask why again. Why do you want to grow as a person? And they might say, because I value um, growth and it's a way to fulfill my potential. Cool. Why do you want to fulfill your potential? So keep chunking up higher, yeah? So why? Because it'll allow me to live my best life. Okay, cool. Why do you want to live your best life? So I can be a best mother to my children and leave a legacy. Now at the highest level, that is why they want to do a marathon. That is coming from a place of love. That is coming from a place of 
just shining their light on those around them as well as you know living their best life as well they want to do a marathon because they want to be an inspiration to their children and leave a legacy behind that is such a beautiful loving reason to do something now it can go the other way right so i could ask someone why do you want a marathon why do you want to run a marathon and they might say because i want to tick it off my bucket list which is also a common answer okay Cool. Why do you want to take it off your bucket list? So chunking up to the next level again, because I want to be able to say that I've done a marathon, that I've done it once. Okay. Why do you want to say that you've done it once? Hmm. To prove to others that I'm capable. Hey, and, and why do you want to prove to others? Well, honestly, it will just give me that, that feeling that I'm worthy and that Um, They were wrong and that, you know, I can have that smug feeling because I've proven them wrong. Why do you want to prove them wrong and and have that smug feeling? Because then it will make me more worthy and more accepted, I guess. And there it is. That has shown that they are choosing to do a marathon because it is coming from a place of fear. It is led by their ego because they are choosing to do a marathon so that at the highest level, they can be more worthy and accepted by other people. So this is a really dangerous cycle because that means that they're going to be, they're going to start to make decisions based on pleasing other people and driven by showing other people what they are capable of. So they need to be pleasing other people in order for the outcome to be successful. They need to be pleasing other people. That is such a slippery slope because when people start to do things just to please other people, they will become dependent on external validation and they will start to do things for other people rather than themselves. And that becomes an example of people making decisions from a place of ego versus heart. And you can see how two people who want to do a marathon, even though the marathon in itself is an outcome that is so respectable and you know always gains a lot of attention and always gives that immediate instant rush and that recognition and all of that. But at the deepest level, it can come from a resourceful versus unresourceful place. It can come from the heart versus the ego and I've had this myself as well like I you know for a long time was doing a lot of training uh, for running and for triathlon and it's something that initially was for a resourceful reason it was coming from a place of love it was coming from a place of wanting to challenge myself wanting to grow my own character wanting to become a person who was more resilient who was able to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. But then over time, my values changed and challenging myself, although still important, growing myself, although still important, was already being fulfilled by other avenues in my life. Work, for one. Work is such a big way that I'm currently growing and challenging myself. And as a result, I started to feel it in my body. I started to feel that training sessions were becoming more 
Um, you know, they were becoming more of a chore. I wasn't enjoying my training anymore. And I could see, you know, and this was because I do have, I guess, a level of self-awareness. I could see that the training was no longer super aligned to my values anymore. Like my values were evolving and I was starting to value certain things like connection, like adventure, like love. And that wasn't being fulfilled by the training. So so my work was fulfilling my value for growth and challenge. And then I was starting to just train because like I was starting to train out of habit more than anything. And I was also signed up for a half Ironman and I hadn't started the training yet for it. Like it was still a year away. And I was like, should I just do the half Ironman, you know, to, to tick it off, you know, to be able to say that I'd done it. And deep down I recognized to improve my own credibility and worthiness as a coach, as a physiotherapist, um, and to be able to have that, you know, on my resume for the rest of my life. But I realized if I had, you know, gone ahead with that half Ironman only to put that onto my resume, only to boost my worthiness and credibility, that that would be doing it for you know, the wrong reasons for an unresourceful reason, for a reason that was purely to satisfy my ego rather than the highest version of myself. And plus that is a slippery slope in itself, because like I said before, if I felt like I needed to do a certain race in order to be worthy or credible as a coach, then then there would be no end. You know, I'd do that and I'd still feel unworthy. I'd still need to do a full Ironman. I'd still need to do maybe like more ultra races to feel worthy. Because if I didn't already feel worthy as a coach or as a physio, then deep down, that was a me problem. That was something I needed to work on within myself, not to achieve through an external external milestone. That has nothing to do with it. It was the wrong perception. So I was able to uncover that within myself through regular meditation and journaling and improve my own awareness of why I was doing things. And then I withdrew from the half Ironman and that felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm living in alignment to my values. I'm living in alignment to the highest version of myself and what I know I need to be doing. So are you living your life led by your heart or your ego? Run a fine comb through decisions that you've been making lately. Run a fine comb through the path that you are on in your life at the moment and see whether that is coming from a place of fear or love. Being led by your ego or your heart. And how do you do it? Well, first, ask why. And then just keep asking why until you continue to chunk up to the highest level possible. Give it a go. Let me know how you go. I would love to hear. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and this has been eye-opening for you. Um, This, I think, is going to change a lot of people's perceptions of what they do and at a high level allow individuals to thrive in their life so that humanity can thrive as a whole the more people living from their heart the more people showing up as the highest version of themselves will only inspire other people to do so 
will only create a change at a large scale to humanity and therefore to this whole world. All right, guys, have a beautiful day and I'll see you in the next episode.